Hey everybody, when you hear that music, you know it's time for On the Lighter Side of Baseball. And boy, oh boy, uh, we had the lighter side of the 2020 season. Kind of the sprint turned out to be sort of uh, 60 games for the most part. Uh, Some of which were moderately exciting, some of which were not. Uh, Some of the teams that got into the playoffs weren't even... Uh, at 500 or better, which is kind of funny. And uh, in the National League Central, they played 60 games, except for the Cardinals, who played 58 games, uh, to basically eliminate the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's like I said before, the old uh, NBA played 81 games to eliminate the Cleveland Cavaliers, and uh, that's kind of the way it worked this time. 16 in, 14 out, who's in? Uh, that are surprises. I would say that the Blue Jays are a surprise, Uh, although as their season was unfolding, it seemed like uh, they were going to have a shot at it. The Astros kind of pathetically backed their way into the playoffs, being uh, below 500. The Brewers, I mean, God love them. You know, my uh, uh, lighter side of baseball buddy, Craig Kishan, who did uh, four of the five games play-by-play for the Cardinals and the Brewers live from Miller Park, although the team was in St. Louis. Craig was in in Milwaukee broadcasting away, and I got to tell you, I know Craig pretty well, and I mean, it was kind of a bummer of a weekend. He was sort of up, down, all around, and then uh, after they lost three out of five to the Cardinals, after they kind of pathetic down the, down the stretch, which was unusual for the Brewers, uh, they backed in because Kapler uh, showed up as the worst manager in baseball, and the Giants just, you know what, on themselves. And uh, the Phillies, I feel sorry for Jardy and uh, Dusty Watson, the third base coach, because, man, who knows what's going to happen with those guys. But how in the world do the Phillies not beat out the Brewers all they had to do was win the last game of the year. They couldn't even do that. They got shut out. And the only thing that wasn't shut out was Bryce Harper's friggin' mouth. That guy doesn't know when to shut up. He hit 260, uh, and you're playing against half of those rosters, never even pitched in the major leagues, and their opponents. And Harper, you know, hits a piddly amount of home runs, has a bad batting average, and a big mouth. Yes, this isn't going to work. We need to sign this guy. We'll start hitting and worrying about your game instead of if they're going to sign real Muto. I mean, come on. Now, Harper is part of the dog watch, and Machado, the other part of the dog watch, seemed to shut up and play pretty good baseball. I mean, with Tatis next to him at short, it's a pretty good left side of the infield. I love it. Go pods. We'll talk more about the pods in a little while, but let's talk about the playoffs, and let's talk about how we got there. Or if we want to talk about how we got there, how did we get there? Because I am pumped about this this next thing they're calling. And again, why are they calling this the wild card series? The, the wild cards aren't playing each other. There are only two wild card teams in each uh, league. So to call this the wild card series, yeah, the White Sox versus the A's, there ain't nothing about um, you know that, although I guess the White Sox are theoretically a wild card team, and uh, that was because they did it uh, all over themselves on the way back, 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 back. They just collapsed. 
I mean, I had the number one White Sox fan. Manny was going to do another podcast, and he couldn't do it. The, the team just went south. And, you know, is is that Rick Renneria's fault? I don't know. I mean, and they've got a shot in the playoffs, but the Twins and the Indians get in. Uh, one and two in the Central for the American League. And the White Sox, I guess, are the wild card team. But are they playing the other wild card team? Which, who is the other wild card team? I, I think the Astros got in the Blue Jays. So the White Sox aren't playing the Blue Jays in the wild card game. There's no wild card game. That's the goofiest thing in the world. Now, you know, are you saying, dude, you're getting a little bit hyper-technical. It's a fun time of the year. Raise up your spirits and be thankful that we got baseball coming to late September and October to compete with the National Football League and the Masters at golf. And yes, the presidential debates. Anyway, we aren't going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about playoffs. And playoffs we have, and I'm excited. I got to tell you, I think the uh, uh, playoff format is great. I hope they do it next year, too. And don't call it the wild card. You know, come up with something different. Stage one, playoff mania, the good meet the bad. Uh, the 16 greatest guys. We're going to expand to 32, and we'll only have half of the teams make the playoffs. Um, I think it's a cool way to go. If you'll recall, back when the Giants and the Dodgers played in that famous 1950-51 playoff where the Giants win the pennant, the Giants win the pennant, Bobby Thompson just hit a home run. Now they claim that uh, like the cheating champs that uh, backed their way into a sub-500 season to be in the 2020 playoffs, that somehow Bobby Thompson was uh, given a sneak preview of Ralph Branca's pitch was a fastball lined out of, I believe, uh, Ebbets Field. It could have been the Polo Grounds, but I think it was Ebbets. And uh, anyway, back then when there was a tie, they didn't have a one-game playoff. They played two out of three to get to the World Series and, and to see who was going to play the Yankees. Because in the 50s, the Yankees were in the World Series every year other than when Al Lopez won a pennant in Cleveland in 1954 and, and Al Lopez won a pennant in, uh, with my favorite team ever, the 59 Go-Go Sox. Other than that, it's Yankees, Yankees, Mantle, um, McDougal. Barra, Howard, great teams, great teams. Moose, not Masakas, although he had a pretty good year. No, not but Moose, not Walt Moran. Does anybody remember Moose Moran? Any of you Cub fans out there? Walt Moran. I, you know, this Cub fan seemed to have just jumped on the bandwagon in the in the eighties when I was a kid growing up. Although I wasn't a big Cub fan, you know, we had uh, Dick Drott. We had. Um, Moose Morin, we had Cale Neiman, we had Bob Wills, we had, Le um, oh my God, who they had some of the worst, Mo Drabowski. Um, they had great names, but bad players. Oh my God. Then they got a little better in the 60s and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So this season is a, a reshaping of the uh, 2003 debacle, the Bartman game out at Wrigley Field playing the Marlins. So anyway, we're going to get to that. What else do we want to talk about before we get to the matchups? Um, I think the um, uh, <laughs> the fact that there weren't fans in the stands makes it 
I'm consistent from day one. No fans, no excitement. And the regular season, I thought, was a joke. How in the world the Cubs won the division? I mean, how four teams got in the the uh, playoffs from the Central Division when two of the teams in the Central Division were in the bottom 27 of the Major League hitting? That would be none other than the Cubs and the Reds. Now, if you'll recall back to when Craig Kashan and I picked our uh our winners before the season started, I had picked the Central pretty dang close. I don't have the paper in front of me, but I know I picked the Cubs, number one, the Reds, number two, and the uh, Brew Crew, maybe number three or four, and the Cardinals last. Now, you know, I'm always going to pick the Cardinals last, and how in the world? Come on. I mean, they should no more be in a playoff than, than the then you name it, then the worst team in baseball, the Pirates. I mean, they played nothing but seven-inning games. You know, it's like Pony League, American Legion, seven innings. What a joke. Never, ever again should the Major League Baseball allow seven-inning doubleheaders. Give me a break. They can't go an extra two innings. Now, they all did a miraculous job. The way it started out, it looked bad for the uh, uh, teams. They were getting soundly defeated by the COVID-19 crisis. And uh, the Marlins made over 200 roster moves. And uh, miraculously, the uh, they let the Cardinals in. They should have just told the Cardinals to go home, but now here they are. And from my fans in St. Louis that hate the Cardinals, they're saying that the Cardinals are acting like they just won the seventh game of the World Series. But I've got news for them. The Padres are going to kick their little butts because when they have to play nine inning games, the Cardinals are like 12 and 20. When they play seven inning games, they're like 18 and 11. Now, my statistics may be a little bit off, but and you know that I hate the Cardinals. Just hate the Cardinals. I gave away... I mean, I like Stan Musial and Red Shane Deans, but I mean, uh, when we were thinning out my memorabilia collection, I gave away a Stan Musial. I gave away Mr. Um, what did what did uh, McGuire use? Andro, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. I gave his stuff away, although I do still have his bat. It's worth negative $15. But anyway, um, we've got... Nothing but excitement from here on out, okay? Just don't call it the wild card series. It ain't a wild card series. Now, okay, I'm hung up with that. I've been kind of redundant with that. Kind of consistently irritating fans out there that want to just talk about the Padres and how what their chances are of going all the way. Um, and so let's look at some of these intriguing matchups. And by that, I mean, for you folks out there that, that um, you know, want to be glued to your TV for 30 hours, Wednesday's your day. Wednesday's your day. There are eight games scheduled for the playoffs. Eight. Yes, eight games. Now, remember, playoff games seem to take longer than regular season games. And oh my goodness, is that a bad, bad thing unless you're trying to waste the whole day. Because the average time, you know, they had committee after committee, Tony La Russa, Joe Torre, who to do to do, everybody study. How can we get the game to speed up? You know, we want to get 
the TV audience, you know, let's make it a little bit uh, shorter than the NFL. Three hours and seven minutes, that was the average time. There were four-hour games as a race. It's just like, come on, are you kidding? You could do your laundry, make lunch, go to the grocery store, and run a couple miles. Well, I couldn't run a couple miles. People that run could go out and jog. It doesn't matter. I mean, you could record the game or not record the game. You could look at your phone or not look at your phone. It's just like, come on. Um, man, oh, man. The pitchers, the new strategy I've determined in baseball, there were more strikeouts this year and less home runs. Go figure that out. You think the ball's juiced flying out if you watch if you watch certain teams, it looks like the ball's juiced. I mean like the A's, the Braves, the um the Nationals could hit it once in a while. I mean it looked like balls were flying out. The home run count was down. Strikeouts were up. You know, the average time the ball's in play for a nine inning major league game. Four minutes and 11 seconds. I mean, like, really? Really? So if you just got out your DVR and fast-forwarded through the pitchers, you know, they the, the, go the, the stretch. And most of these guys show what great balance they have because if they moved, it would maybe be a balk. They get the sign, they go to the stretch, and then they stare at the the batter. And the batter now, you know, they don't want to take, they don't want to step out of the box because they're not supposed to although most do, uh, but they sit there and they look at each other and they look at each other and they look at each Am I boring you? That's what they're doing to me. They're looking at each other. I don't want to see them look at each other. I want to see a quick game. I watched, um, God, who was it? Um, must have been the uh, Cubs Sox. The Sox pitcher just got the ball in, uh, in the first inning. It was Lopez and uh, White Sox, and he got the ball and boom. He'd throw the ball. He'd get the ball in the first inning. Boom. He was he was getting calls from the umpire. The umpire's excited because he's going fast. Players are excited because they can get back to the bubble. And, uh, you know, that worked good in the first inning and not so good in the second inning. But it was so nice to see a guy get the ball, throw it, get the ball, throw it, get the ball, throw it. Doesn't happen very often. Three hours, four hours, four and a half hours. Very, very But here we go. Now we've turned the corner. We're done with the uh, regular season. And we're speeding towards great matchups, folks. Great matchups. I mean, if you don't like this stuff, now, again, you're going to have three and a half hours to enjoy it. And the starting pitchers probably won't be around for very long. Uh, similar to uh, Ron Renicky. You know, let's talk about the Boston Red Sox and what happened to them this year. They sucked. They weren't as bad as the Pirates or the Tigers, but the Red Sox sucked. And so... Along goes their interim little Ron Renneke, who's a good manager, but he wasn't going to stick around. They're going to bring back Al Cora, guaranteed. So anyway, the Red Sox are gone, their manager's gone, and they really came through unscathed in that investigation. And so, you know, Cora will come back, and hopefully by the time Cora comes back, we'll have a vaccine so I can go back to the baseball game, so you can go back to the baseball game, so you guys down in Scottsdale can go watch the uh, Diamondbacks player. We can all meet and go to spring training because that's fun. Hopefully, spring training, come on now. I do not want... To have to go sit in uh, the uh, rooftop seats of, across the street from Wrigley to watch a game or go to Pittsburgh and stand on the Clemente Bridge. Speaking of Clemente, he finally got his own day. Hey, hey, it's about friggin' time. They had Roberto Clemente Day. Everybody wore number 21. Never been a better player, in my opinion, other than perhaps 
you know, the list of guys I'll give you besides Ted Williams and on and on and on. Mantle, Maris, Ruth, uh, my man Garrick. But Clemente was great. Jackie Robinson, great. Larry Doby, great. Just didn't get the recognition because he was three weeks behind Robbie. Okay. Oh, boy, this is fun. And, and you can tell I'm charged up with the lighter side of baseball because now we're going to get to see some stuff like, okay, the opening day of the playoffs is, I don't know why they, they start the American League on Tuesday and the National League on Wednesday. It just makes no sense. Except, you know, in the Kentucky Derby, they say the race run for the roses, the fastest two minutes in sports. Well, this was the run for Fox. This was the run for the $2 billion in the Major League. You know, it looked like Manfred was thrown in the towel right about the four-week mark. He's going, the, you know, the Braves uh, entertained the Marlins, and they were rumored to be out on the town, didn't really take this quarantining stuff seriously, and, uh, you know, they infected other people, and games were being canceled. And then the Cardinals met up with the whoever's, and they started getting sick. And Manfred, the wonder dog, comes out and goes, oh, man, I don't know how we're going to finish the season. It's just not good. And then, lo and behold, uh, everybody followed the Cubs uh, model. And that is, let's get serious and just hang with each other. When the game's over, go home. Don't see anybody other than your family and come back to the ballpark. Get tested and go play. And lo and behold, a collective sigh of relief for all these guys, owners mainly, because they get the big bonanza, the big pot of gold. You know, somewhere over the rainbow. The rainbow be the playoffs that start tomorrow. So they're happy. The players are happy. And, uh, you know, there's going to be less money to distribute because they got more teams in the playoffs. But that, you know, it's just nickel and dime. This first round... First round is going to probably be the most exciting, and there are going to be some upsets. And will the Dodgers lose to the Brewers? Would that be something? Of course, the Brewers don't have any pitching left. They have one pitcher. The Braves have one pitcher. The White Sox might not have, you know, who knows. But let's go through them. Let's go through a little bit. I'll get my two cents worth, and that's, uh, you know, what you get when you have a show with no sponsors. You get two cents worth. So here we go. Uh, game number one on uh, September 29th, the uh, 29 is the number, I believe, of Rod Carew. I love numbers. And number 29, there weren't too many guys better than Rod Carew. Speaking of Carew and the Angels, uh, Mike Trout tried to duplicate uh, Bryce Harper, but he did it in a little nicer way. And as a result, the Angels fired their general manager, who was the reason Trout signed the long-term contract. So go figure. Now, Trout's mad. Here's my solution. Uh, that guy's gone. Billy, what's his name? He's gone. I, and the rumor is that uh, my uh, former acquaintance, friend, Dave Dombrowski, is going to get the job. And, you know, bully for Dave. Um, he, he, that's great. I'm glad for him. Here's what I would do if I were whatever that goofy owner's name, goofy owner is. I would name Joe Madden as my general manager and Albert Pujols as my manager. Would that be cool? Now, that kills three or four birds with one shot. You know, Madden is needs a way to bow out of managing. It's just not working, Joe. Didn't work. Um, but he's got a cool mind, and so he would be great for baseball to be the GM and who better than Pujols to be manager nice? And then 
you know, maybe you go out and you get a real Muto or you go get whoever and, and build up that team to where they can get to the playoffs for Trout. I mean, God, you know, do I feel bad that Bryce Harper's not going to play? No, I could care less. I think it's kind of funny that Arietta, oh, what a great team. Anyway, the Phillies are not going. They're going home. Ooh-ha. Here's the first game, the Houston Astros, the cheating champs, the under 500 guys that are in the playoffs, and they're not even the wild card. 483 average. How does that work? Major League Baseball decided that we're going to determine the people in the playoffs by their percentage, their winning percentage. In the case of the Astros, that's a fast. It would be by their losing average. Yes, below 500. They lost more games than they won, and they're in the playoffs. And they have a shot to win the World Series because they are up against the Twins, who just fade in the playoffs. So who's towing the mound for the first game? Zach Granke versus Kent Maeda. I think it's Kent. I don't know. Maeda, former Dodger, I think. Anyway, nod to Goofy Granke. The former Kansas City Royal. I think uh, the Twins are going to be upset by the Astros in that game. That's my prediction. Okay. Game number two. The Oakland Athletics. Some guy named Lazardo. Who is he? Maybe they're West Coast. and I, I should have heard of these guys. Versus Giolito. Uh, upset. Nod to the uh, White Sox in game one. Giolito. He beats Lazardo. And they beat the A's in Oakland. Now, for the Buffalo Blue Jays, they've got a tough task, and there is absolutely, if, if they win, oh my God, they are a wild card. They are overmatched and under the border. And uh, yeah, under the Canadian border, they are in Buffalo eating chicken wings. Oh man, that makes me hungry. Anyway, uh, Toronto versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to win. Snell in game one. Ugh, I like that. Then you have another intriguing, really super matchup. Ah, This is going to be good to watch instead of the debate. It's 7 p.m. on ESPN. Bieber, not the singer, not that goofy guy. No, not, is it Dustin Bieber? Is that the goofy guy as opposed to Shane Bieber, the pitcher? Anyway, he's going up against Garrett Cole. Ho, 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 Maybe is that a good matchup? Now, Cole has been giving up some bombs lately, and the Yankees hit bombs, but man, oh man, they can't hit a bomb off of Cole because they're on the same team. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Bieber versus Cole. Uh, man, I think Cleveland's in trouble. That's it. So in the American League, with starting pitching being what it is, I pick in that series, Astros upset the Twins. The White Sox beat the A's. Tampa Bay holds serve and beats the Blue, Buffalo Blue Jays. And between Cleveland and New York, mm, mm, mm. <sighs> I'm thinking Cleveland's going to win. I'll go with Cleveland. God love them. Then on Wednesday, this is the eight games. Uh, game one is at noon. Uh, game eight is at 10 p.m. <laughs> Oh, my God. You got to stay up a long time to see that game. But anyway, Wednesday, who do we have? We have 
a great matchup to start the day on Wednesday noon ESPN. Cincy, who I picked to be a lot better than they were, they actually hit worse than the Cubs. Hard to believe. The two of the worst-hitting teams in baseball are in the playoffs. Well, go figure. The Reds play the uh, Braves. I think in game one, Max Freed against Trevor Bauer. Man, oh, man, is that a talk about. I don't see the Braves coming out of this. I see the Reds winning. I'm picking the Reds over the Braves. Sorry, Goobs. I love you, man. Out there in St. Louis as a Braves fan, that's got to be not easy. Not only are you going to see the Cardinal fans crying in their beer, but you're going to probably be a little sad because I don't think the Braves can do it. Eh, you're probably not listening anyway. Then you've got the second game is uh, game two of the American League, Houston versus Minnesota. Don't really care about that game. The next game I do care about, and that is the Chicago Cubs versus the Miami, Florida Marlins. And, uh, who man, you know, I'm just going to shut my eyes and pick the Cubs just because I'm a season ticket holder. The next game after that is the White Sox A's. We don't really care about a repeat, but that's Dallas Keuchel going against Bassett. Bassett? Bassett. I like Bassett better than Bassett. Uh, the Blue Jays against the Buffalo, or the Buffalo Blue Jays against Tampa Bay. You got glass now, man. One-two punch. I mean, that's the deal. If you got two really good pitchers and they're on their game, you're gone. Go home. See you later. Uh, get out of your COVID bubble and hit the road. St. Louis versus San Diego. Um, whew, man, is Clevenger going to be ready to go? I hope so. I think the Pods are going to beat the Cardinals uh, two out of three. The Indians, I think, there we go, and uh, the Dodgers in Milwaukee. Uh, Bueller starting the first game, Kershaw the next game after that. I think the Dodgers prevail, and the Padres prevail, and the um, Cubs prevail, and uh, the Reds prevail, and that's who gets in. So let's take a break, figure out what's going on. And uh, when we come back, well, uh, after a word from our sponsors, we will uh, come back and see what's going on. So we're back after a quick break from our sponsors, which was dead silence because we still don't have any sponsors, but we're waiting anxiously for Papakinos to open up. Slow going, but you know what? When they open, it's going to be a spectacular, like no other Papakinos opening. Uh, Papakino meets Mr. Euro, and it's going to be great. And I look for that to happen before the World Series. So let's talk about the formats a little bit. Uh, so quick race for the Roses in the uh, wild card series, which is not a wild card series. Come on. There's no wild cards playing each other. It's, it's not the wild card series. It's round one. It's kind of like the – it's like a bracket, the southeast bracket of the uh, uh, March Madness or the – West bracket. You got 16 teams. Why don't you just seed all 16, 1 through 16, and will we have an upset? Will a number 16 ever be the number one? That's what we're looking for, but they didn't do that. They took half of it. Many, many, many. So you got eight versus one, two versus seven. You know, you get the drill. And they play three days in a row. The American League plays Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The National League plays Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They take a day or two off, and then they start the division series. Best of five, five days in a row. No uh, no off days. Boom, boom, boom. 
Then they take a day or two off and they play at the ALCS and the NLCS. Um, these are all going to be from designated bubble sites. You know the bubble sites. Uh, you know, you got LA and uh, San Diego for the American League teams, and you've got Houston and Dallas for the National League teams. And uh, then they pick, you know, I think it's um, Dallas and uh, I think LA for the next round, and the round after that goes to uh, the World Series in Dallas. So, anyway. There it is. I'm going to skip around, but who cares? You guys get the drill. Just turn on ESPN, ABC, TBS, whoever wants to fork out billions of dollars for baseball. And thank God they're doing it because we get to sit there and watch. It's going to be good. Will we keep score? I don't know. Hey, speaking of, you know, Nelly, which we all know about Nelly, I was sitting there. I'm in Wisconsin and I was listening to uh, the Brewers pregame, and all of a sudden I. I'm looking around doing something else, and I hear a familiar voice. I heard David Earl Nelson and Nelly. Um, they were doing a, an episode of Davy Remembers, although I don't think they called it that anymore, but that's what it was. And this was uh, one of his funny uh, recollections of their bus breaking down in A-Ball in California and having to hike to the stadium, basically. And who did they see when they got there to face uh, it was none other than Don Sutton. So that was pretty funny. Nellie was pretty funny about that. And it was kind of weird to see Dave on TV talking. Um, a little weird. But uh, nonetheless, he and I would have had a lot of conversations about, uh, you know, not necessarily what's going on with who's a better team. We would have had uh, arguments probably, although we might have been on the same side, for the ridiculous, stupid seven-inning games. I mean, let's go back to Little League and Pony League. We would have discussed that at length. I don't think he would have liked it any more than me. I don't like the runner on second. I don't think he would like the runner on second. And uh, he probably would have been a fan of the DH in the National League. He, that's kind of the way he was. But I, So we would have talked about that at length. Craig, Kashan, and I had a couple podcasts about some of these rule changes, and uh, the roster size is fine. I, you know, the best thing, and it, it really didn't get a lot of publicity because most people don't give a damn, and that was in September they didn't go to 40 people. They kept it at 26 or 28, might have been 28. And that kept Craig Council from making even more pitching changes than he made in this year. And my God, you know, those guys, at some point, it might not be this year, their arms are going to fall off. I mean, how many times? Uh, you know, they're not going to be able to make as many moves in the regular times next year. But, you know, Council, you know, he gets a lot of credit for being innovative. Man, oh, man, he changes pitchers way too much, in my opinion. But I'm sure that uh, Craig Kishan would have a different thing to say about that. But he's not on because he's working. Yeah, he gets to work until the Brewers are are eliminated, which playing the Dodgers, I got to imagine... Uh, by Thursday night, Craig will be back, and I'm, I'm hoping, ready to do a little podcast on the lighter side of baseball. And uh, the lighter side of baseball, what's light about? What's going on? I mean, um, it really wasn't much funny. There were a few funny incidents, but um, not much. I think that uh, Darvish deserves the, you know, do you really give awards? I guess they did in 1980 when they had two half seasons because of the strike. But do you really give a Cy Young? I'm sure there's some money at stake and contractual obligations. So they're going to have a 
They're going to have that, but I think that uh, Trevor Bauer is going to probably win the Cy Young over you, Darvish. DeGrom was right in the running. He gave up a couple runs. You know, in these 60 games, they get a good, uh, healthy pitcher gets 10 or 11 starts. You know, it's like a third of a season, a little more than a third of a season. So they're going to, you know, crown an RBI. They're going to crown a, a LeMahieu. The guy is, let's talk about LeMahieu. Nobody hears about this guy. He's leading the American League in hitting. He hits like 350 every year. He's a big second baseman. He looks like a fullback. And he's yet another draft choice of the Chicago Cubs that they pissed away. I just I don't know who they got for him. I could research it, but I don't care. You know, I do know who they got for Eloy Jimenez, and I think Quintana will come along if he doesn't, you know, cut himself anymore with knives, and he'll be okay next year. Uh, Lester's going to be gone, and, uh, you know, Hendrick and his protege, Alec Mills, you know, how many teams are going to strike out on an 85-mile-an-hour cutter? I don't know. I'm a little saddened by the Cubs roster, but uh, we'll see what they do. I've got some fanatic Cub fans that listen to this, and they're all over me sometimes about my reality. I'm a pragmatist. Down the stretch they come, they got, in 10 games, they had five hits. Five hits in, in their last 10 or 15 games, in each game, five or less. What little crummy stats they did have, they seemed to pad when they'd get 10 or 11 runs. And then yesterday, they, they're up 10 to nothing and managed to hold on uh, 10 to 8, and they didn't even put in Kimbrell to make the game even closer. Now, Kimbrell's had a pretty good last couple weeks, uh, but if you see the closer, I don't know. Where's Jeffress? I mean, Jeffress has been dynamite, the guy that would be the comeback player of the year. He has been super. And now they, they get to wipe the slate clean. Baez is hitting the same as Yelich, who's hitting the same as Hayward, who's hitting the same as LeMahieu, who's hitting the same as Aaron Judge. It is going to be a spectacular uh, 30 days until the end of the World Series. Spectacular. It's going to be awesome, and it's going to be fun. We'll probably uh, try to do another episode of On the Letter Side of Baseball. I'm a satellite side of sports again. It's getting old, slipping. You know what? Uh, I've gone from starting pitching to they sent me out to the bullpen. And then the next deal is to teach me how to fish. You know, he went fishing, season's over, he may never come back. Uh, I want to start. I want to be the starter. So anyway, we're going to do another... We're going to do another on the lighter side of baseball uh, after the first round. And so that will be uh, um, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, because the um, the next round, I believe, doesn't start until Monday. So it ends on Friday. I don't know what they do, go out and try to not get COVID. Um, you know, the... Uh, NL and the AL are done Thursday, Friday, respectively, and the next round doesn't start till Monday. So I guess that's good. Rest your starting pitchers. Bring back your top two. I don't know. That's going to be exciting. I mean, it really is going to be great in these matchups. And the first two games of each series are going to be great. I mean, if you like baseball, 
you know, this is what you want to watch. And, uh, you know, if you're partial to the Padres or the Cubs or the Yankees or the Braves, you know, it's fun to watch your teams. But this will give you four hours of watching all these guys. And uh, whether it's Zach Greinke or Garrett Cole, um, as I told you, Verlander never came back. That was pretty obvious that that was going to happen. And there were a lot of injuries this year. I'm not going to go over the... D-L-I-L, whatever. A lot of injuries. That's that's tough. Um, you know, is Lorenzo Cain rethinking his decision to opt out? Uh, you know, if I were just guessing, I would say, mm-hmm. Now, you know, he's probably got enough coin that he doesn't care uh, about that. But that hurt the, uh, pot, the uh, Brewers. And, uh, you know, the Brewers have certainly helped the Padres. The Brewers have certainly helped the Marlins. Jesus, I love him. He's back in form. And this Vogelbach, yeah, with the, with the Brewers, they're his third team. And guess who drafted him? Yeah, guess who, guess who drafted this guy? Yeah, that would be correct. The Chicago Cubs. You could have an all-star team of ex-Cubs right now. Uh, Eloy Jimenez, Gleyber Taras, uh, DJ LeMayhew, uh, on and on and on and on and on. Now, the one thing that's cool about the Cubs is they rarely, they rarely get rid of a pitcher that comes back to haunt them because they don't have any good pitchers ever. And uh, the fact that Theo has a job is amazing, amazing. And Rizzo, who I just rode for at least the life of this podcast, he just signed a huge new extension. So what do I know? I mean, Martinez gets lucky. He has a great September of 2019. He kind of lucks out with the World Series, and now he's back to where he was, crummy, crummy managing. Nationals are in trouble. They're hurting. But if there's 162 games next year, it'll be much more like baseball. We'll be out there because I have every confidence in the world that there's going to be a vaccine. And uh, I think this will be an aberration. A big word. A big word. Aber- I don't even know what aberration means. But this will be a figment of our imagination. This, will, this season will be an asterisk on an asterisk on an asterisk. This season will be forgettable. Um, and... You know, do they fly? Next year on opening day, are the Cubs going to have a packed Wrigley Field? 40,000 people. I'll be in my new seat right behind the visitors on deck circle. I can't wait. And are they going to unveil a full-size division flag to hang proudly at Wrigley? Or will they only hang a third of a flag? Uh, that's what I do. You can't give him a full flag. Not for this year. It's just Cy Young. Give him the Cy, but not the Young. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is a joke. It really is. Now, they're going to call the champions uh, that win the last game of the year at um, uh, Global Life Stadium. Global Life Stadium. Well, it's Global Life. I don't know. Don't have a clue. They're going to award them the World Series trophy. And let me tell you, the player's share of the World Series 
going to be 500 grand, I bet. Because, I mean, the money's out there, boy. That's what they've been playing for. It's not for you and me. It's for that playoff money, the pot of gold. And I'm glad for them. God love them. I mean, you might get the feeling that I'm a little cynical about this season if you listen to all the podcasts. But my cynicism is over. I've turned the page. I've rounded the base. I'm heading for home. This next month is going to be fun baseball. And we're going to be here on the lighter side of baseball to talk about it. And hopefully my buddy Manny will get over his clinical depression. I'm kidding you, Manny. Um... He's just such a such a White Sox fan. He was so excited when the Sox were just killing everybody, including the Cubs. And uh, you know, he'll be back. He'll be back. I have. Uh, I hope. Maybe at the end of the year, got to get Wathen back, Denier back, get some of these guys back. But in the meantime, we're going to be watching and talking baseball. And I hope you join us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, or through my Facebook page, which I have no idea how to get to it, but it's there. It could be Jamie Uretsky, it could be James Uretsky. If uh, anybody wants to interact with this show, and I've always encouraged that, I, I could give out my, um, my Instagram, is it called a handle? I don't know. If I knew that, I might give it out. If I knew what my Facebook thing was, I might give it out. Um, I don't think I want to give out my email address because it's so fun to do these shows. I've done over a hundred of them and and rarely get criticized because very few people know how to get a hold of me. It's great. But on the other hand, a little bit of interaction might be good for next year. Different format, maybe a call-in show. I don't know. We've got to up our game technologically a lot if that's going to happen. And it might just happen. So anyway, um, I'm having a great time. This is it. We're coming down the home stretch. Who do you think will be holding the trophy? Will it be the Dodgers, the Yankees, the White Sox, the Cubs? Who do you think? Here's, Here's who I think. At the end of the day, the team that will be holding the cup will either be the Cincinnati Reds. How about that? Or the Tampa Bay Rays. Not the Dodgers, not the Padres, maybe the Padres. I hope the Padres. Um, Not the Yankees and uh, not the Buffalo Blue Jays. Uh, You heard it here. We can play the tapes and remind me of who I pick. But I think Tampa Bay versus Cincinnati in the World Series. How about that? Will that be a delight for the ratings, huh? Right now, the ratings uh, are the big teams... Who, who's Fox hoping? Who's Fox hoping gets in? Okay, Tampa Bay, mm, not really. Buffalo, mm, not a big draw. Cleveland, they've been there before. Uh, Minnesota, I don't think so. Oakland, I don't think so. So the Fox is hoping for uh, the Yankees, the Astros, or the White Sox in the American League. In the National League. Fox is hoping for the Dodgers or maybe the Padres or the Cubs. They really desperately don't need Milwaukee. San Diego's an okay market. St. Louis, just that market sucks. They got a lot of people, but they suck because the team sucks. God, how do they win? Really? 
How do they win? Please. Oh, my God. The Marlins, they have a pretty good viewing audience. Atlanta, probably. Not Cincinnati. So, uh, if you go to the brackets, my guys are kitty wampus from each other. Tampa Bay versus Cincinnati. My fallback team would be, and anybody can pick the Yankees versus the Dodgers. I'm not doing that. My fallback, which I would like, would be the White Sox versus the Padres or the uh, Indians versus the Cubs in a repeat of the 2000. Man, it's been a long time. Was that 2016? Yes, because the Royals won in 2015. And I got to go to two World Series in a row. Woohoo! Go Royals. The poor Royals. They had a great finish. They always have a great finish. If you took their September record, they'd be like the greatest team in the history of baseball. They win in September. God. They get Sal Perez back, goes crazy, and he does a good job. I think... uh, Sherman and Patrick Mahomes will put up some serious money and get some guys to come in and play. I mean, Mahomes not going to be part owner of this ball club and stand by for mediocrity. He's not going to cry out for a small market because the guy's making, what, $800 million gazillion? Has he got a billion when he puts all his endorsements together? So, you know, Patrick Mahomes, whose dad played for the Cubs, he's going he's gonna to be a very active participant in the ownership group. And uh, let's belly up some money, guys. Let's go. Because you can draw 3 million people in Kansas City. Please, I'm going to hold on to my season tickets. I want to go to the World Series against the Cubs. Wouldn't that be great? And this thing about bubble, this neutral site crap, you know, I haven't even gotten into that. But that is totally stupid. You know, they've made it through the whole year traveling back. Now they got to go to a bubble. Now they got to go to... You know, nice weather towns. Um, What's wrong with the World Series in Buffalo? I mean, I think late October, nice. Go to Buffalo. Cleveland, great. New York, another fine site. How about snow in Minnesota? This neutral site thing. God, don't catch on. Don't catch on. Milwaukee, indoors. Nobody cares about that. Cardinals, Cubs, you know, the National League's got pretty good. There's nothing like Buffalo and <laughs> New York. Oh, my God. How did I get into that tangent? I don't know. It's my show. I guess I can do whatever I want. So, um, we could go down some surprises with the Royals. Singer was good. Boobich, however you pronounce that, could be good. Um, I think the Royals are going to be good next year. I, I think they're going to vault over Detroit in the standings, may have done that already. Um, But I think the Royals will do fine. I do. I think that um, they're going to have a lot to show for their efforts. And uh, let's look, just curiously, in the American League Central, your Kansas City Royals, my Kansas City Royals, uh, man, that that was a long time ago. Why is that? I think they finished over over the Tigers. We'll check that out for next week because I'm sure you guys are going to be on the edge of your seat wondering if the Royals snuck uh, in front of Detroit. Who wouldn't have snuck in front of Detroit? They joined Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and Detroit ought to go play a, play a game in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. My not North Dakota Bowl. Anything. You know, football, baseball, it's a run for the roses, a dash for the gold, and I'm excited about it. I may not sound that excited, but I am. I'm picking the teams that I've already picked. I'm not going to go back through that. But everybody stay healthy. 
If you can get out to the golf course, hit them straight. Stripe it down the middle. And uh, we'll talk over the weekend on the lighter side of baseball about who came through in the... And I'll think of a name for this first round. It can't be the wild card. The wild cards aren't playing. We covered that, didn't we? I talked about that, didn't I, at the beginning of the show? I did. So let's just say goodbye. Have a safe time. Everybody, uh, you know, do what you can to stay safe. And... Enjoy the next four days of baseball. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's going to be great. Great matchups. And uh, no crowd. Why? There are crowds at football games. Why, why don't we get to go to baseball games? I don't know. Why do the Chiefs get fans and not the Royals? Why did the um, who the Bears come back and beat? Was it the Falcons? I get all these teams mixed up. Uh, they had fans in the stands. And, uh, of course, the Florida governor is saying... He doesn't care. Fill the stadiums and uh, let it double. Anyway, again, I'm not, it's not a political comment. I'm just quoting the governor. He wants the Super Bowl back in Florida with people. And uh, I was at the last Super Bowl. But I'm not going to get into that, although that does bring up Patrick Mahomes now. Get on with it. So thanks for listening. I know it's fun to take a little bit of your time. I appreciate everybody that listens to this show. You are awesome and i even appreciate those who know my email address uh that uh, get a hold of me so until the next time jamie rescue for on the lighter side of baseball saying go cubs go pods go anybody just let's have some fast games and some good results so that's it on the lighter side of baseball saying good night <laughs>